So I was talking to a friend last night and he had lost more than 50% on his initial investment on cryptocurrencies. And I think in the last week, there has been a lot of bloodshed with regards to crypto prices uh, and things being affected. So what I'm going to talk to everyone about today, and Paul Kelly, our operation director, has very kindly joined us, is about crowdfunding and an alternative way to invest in the Dubai property market. It seems, I don't know about you, Paul, but it seems I hear, certainly from the floor and different people in the marketplace, so many people have invested in crypto cryptocurrency in the last 18 months, two, year, two years, before even buying a property, despite even being in, in the industry. Yeah. Is that mad? Yeah, it is. I think it relates back to, or not relates back to, but relates to the topic that, that we're going to talk about, which is basically crowdfunding for real estate properties, where the opportunity in the crypto market is, if you get paid, you pay all your bills, you, you set your budget for the month, maybe you'll have a spare few hundred or a couple of thousand dirhams that people want to do something with and, and feel like they're investing. And especially last year, at the start of last year, all the headlines were crypto this, crypto that, Bitcoin's going to record levels, et cetera, et cetera. So, so people, people were investing in, in crypto. Uh, and especially in our offices, and I think a lot of people, including myself, are down in, in our <laughs> offices. It's not, uh, it's not been a great time. Do you think, or do you think, just talking about crypto while we're on there, and we're not actually talking about crypto, so that's, that's not the subject. Do you think we are in an era where people want to get rich quick? You know, they see crypto as that way of really changing their life forever yeah. without not a huge amount of understanding. Look, I am crypto in general, I'm bearish. I think there's definitely a place for it um, in the future. Right now, I think a lot of people don't know what they're buying. There isn't really any value to it. And I think the vast majority of the coins that are around now, probably in five years, won't be here. Yep, I'd agree with that. I think it's, people have always wanted to get rich quick, haven't they? It's like the gold rush in America. I don't even know when that was, 100 years <laughs> ago or whenever it was, but people have always, and it's why um, different, different. I'm not saying crypto is a Ponzi scheme, but Ponzi schemes and, and things exist and work because people want an avenue to, to get rich quick, think if they put a bit of money in, they're going to become overnight millionaires. And really it's not the case. And on crypto, I know crypto was invented to be deregulated and not be not be managed by governments or banks or anything else. But I think the reality is it needs regulation to, to get widespread to add stability adaptation. To yeah. So what we're talking about today is, um, is actually ways of getting into the real estate marketplace. Because obviously buying property, it typically is one of the most expensive things you will ever buy and also very stressful as well. But certainly in the last 12 months, 18 months, two years, it's been uh, different companies and different real estate developers that have adopted an approach which will allow you to buy a property in Dubai for a as little as 500 dirhams per month. Yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that, about how it might work? And obviously I've done a bit of research on that as well. And I'm just linking this back to what we talked about, crypto, you can get into the real estate market today and own a portion of a property for as little as 500 dirhams. Yeah, and first, let me just bring up a stat I was just reading, which I found really, really interesting um, in terms of why invest in real estate over, this compares it to stocks and bonds, but obviously we've just been talking about crypto. So over a 20 year period, which I appreciate as a, as a longer a longer term, but hopefully it gives an idea. And this is the source of this information is Bloomberg. 
Real estate uh, has returned an average annual return of 8.9%, stocks 7.4%, and bonds 4.4%. Wow. So coming back to... And crypto minus 6 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but coming back to real estate isn't a, a get-rich-quick scheme. Neither stocks or bonds really. I know, again, people will have have the fortunate ones that take off, but by and large, it's not. But what real estate does is long-term, it does help you to, to build wealth. So what, what you can do with, whether we call it crowd, crowdfunding in real estate or fractional ownership or, or one thing or another, you can invest, as you said, for as little as 500 dirhams uh, a month into a property. So you'll be one of uh, a typical model that works in Dubai at the moment. Uh, there's a company uh, that will buy, buy a property and then they'll make a million shares of this property. And then you're buying your shares and your minimum investment level is 500 dirhams and you'll get X amount of, of shares for that. What those shares will get you is a monthly uh, monthly rental income that will be, that'll be paid into your account. And also um, at the end of your investment period, I think one of the companies we're looking at is five years, uh, you'll be able to, to sell and exit the investment and hopefully with capital appreciation, that 500 dirhams is is worth a little bit more. So it's, again, it's a way of how people have been investing into crypto and at the end of the month, they maybe got a, a few hundred dirhams uh, left in the bank account. It's a way to move into a more solid, what you what you call asset class, I guess, a more solid way of investing. That yes, isn't the exciting, you're gonna be a millionaire next week, but over the long term, over the long term period of your life, it is gonna provide greater returns on average, according to the data from Bloomberg, than any other asset class. So anywhere between what what nine and ten percent a year, based on these the, these numbers, what we're looking at property. Yeah, I think what this particular company, a couple of companies now in Dubai, have done, have allowed every single person of all earning capacities to be able to be yeah. a homeowner in Dubai, which is absolutely amazing. And I think I think everyone should look at it. I think this get rich quick scheme has burnt a lot of people. I think a lot of people should take lessons from that. I don't say, I don't, I'm not saying give up on crypto, but I think this particular option is a very, very good way to go. And there's one particular example where we've seen a use case where someone has invested, I think, a thousand dirhams, I think, in a property and have a very small percentage of the ownership of the property. And they might get a, a return on their income, let's say 10 dirhams a month for argument's sake. Now it's not massive money, but it's every single month that money that yeah. that money is coming into your property, uh, into your account, and obviously if the value of the property increases, then you'll benefit from the upside. Yeah, the and the rental. If the rental increases, you, you benefit from the upside. And um, probably for a thousand dirhams, you, you'd get a little bit more than ten dirhams. And the reason I'm coming on to that is, again, these might not be sums that excite people, but imagine over a period of time you could um, you could invest uh, you can invest in the the the, uh, the crowdfunding of real estate. And maybe over time you can put enough money in that your your rental income then each month pays for your fuel bills or pays for your well or pays for your, your food bills. It just helps you deleverage a little bit from your salary and everything or else. Or your rental income get. comes in and pays for the next one. Yeah, yeah, pays for the next investment. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There's also a developer that has tried this, um, I think the early part of this year. It's, uh, it's quite a new thing. It's yeah. um, basically a hotel, uh, service hotel. And what you can do is you, there are four fractions, so essentially 25% ownership of this particular property, and you are able to purchase a quarter or a half of that property. So again, rather than having to deal with the huge cost of buying yep. a property, let's say it might be 2 million dirhams for argument's sake, or a million dirhams, you could have potentially own a quarter of that, let's say 250,000 dirhams, 
and receive monthly rental income. But also, the kicker is, you can also sell it. Yeah. And you can also sell it without the knowledge of the other three owners or the other two owners, whoever owns it in their property. And equally, you'll never know who the other people are. So from a privacy perspective, you could go and buy a property today, it's a service hotel, you could buy a quarter of it, you'd never know who the other people are, you get monthly income, and then you can resell it. Yeah. Do you think that's a good way to go? Because it could, you really, realistically, it could be the start of, you know, really a benchmark of what other developers or developments could do. Yeah, and I think it's the, the, the way of the world a little bit. Like you have um, car shares, um, I'm trying to think of other examples, but there's, there's more shared ownership and things these days. It seems to be a wider thing that, that's coming into the world. But I think it's this is also something that's open for everyone, really. I mean, you might have a, an investor who's got 10 properties who doesn't want to take on the the, the, um, the ownership or responsibility or the headache of another, another property and just wants to diversify to investment. And whilst this is available in Dubai and we're talking about Dubai, all of a sudden you could be based in Dubai, but you could be investing in Sydney, London, New York. You, you can, it's a real way to diversify your um, your portfolio. And then on top of that, if you've got a homeowner in Dubai who owns one property, got some money that they want to invest, to invest it in another whole property, they'll need a 40% deposit, which is huge. And that's not achievable, understandably, for, for a lot of people because it, it's such a large amount of money. So it's a way, a way for them to maybe keep investing in the real estate market without having the, the such large upfront costs of, 40% of the next property ownership. And again, sorry to interrupt, you've not got any of the headache or you don't have to go through the, the processes of, of arranging rentals, screening tenants. Mortgage applications all, at the start. All of that kind of business. Yeah, you just, you pay your money and, and you sit back almost and, and wait for the returns to come in. And with, with technology the way it is now, these companies and there's more coming on the way by the looks of it is their dashboard and the, what you see is firstly very transparent, yeah. very intuitive. And most importantly, it's frictionless. Yeah. You can get involved in, with, with a property pretty quickly. And I think how they go about doing it is, let's say there's 150 investors, they would wait to get, they'd have a property there where they where they think this is ideal for, let's say a holiday home. They wait for them 150 investors, investors to be funded, buy the property and then rent it out. Yeah. Um, but it all comes back to Dubai's 2040 vision. They, they, they hope to double population within the next 18 years. I personally believe they can do, do it based yeah, on the, the, the previous track records. But when Dubai's population is, let's say, 3.4, 3.5 million, we don't know the exact figures, but round about the numbers, if they hope to get to six, seven, eight, nine million uh, dirham uh, uh, population, yeah. you're going to have different brackets of earners, you know, different, different people from different earning capacities. And if someone's earning 5,000 dirhams a month, 10,000, 15, whatever, there needs to be a, a way of allowing these people to have an interest in Dubai. Because the more people have an interest in Dubai, plays a part in keeping more people in country. Now, I've got guys behind the camera now, I'm pretty sure from hearing this, they might put some of their money into property rather than buying crypto or games. Um, but again, you know, if they have an interest in Dubai, all of a sudden their mindset might switch where they might think, actually, I've been here four, five, six, seven years. I might want to go home with three, but if I've got three or four different properties yeah. that are all generating me an income a month, that might be a reason to stay. Yeah. But also, it helps generate income for their family back home. Definitely. And I've, I've just thought of another angle as well, which this obviously isn't financial advice, but a lot of the times people are saving to buy a property, maybe a home, or they want to own 100% ownership of an investment property. 
But this is going to return you a lot more than having your money sat in a bank. So why not monthly, instead of paying into your bank a saving scheme, pay it into this. And then once you've got enough accumulated wealth in there to, to do something else, sell your shares, bring it out, and you can you can maybe buy your home. So it's a way of might be a way of making your money work for you more. Anyone's got any money in the bank, and I'm not talking about paying your bills and being able to live. If you've got money in a savings account, you are crazy. Um, I think the interest rates across the world are maybe lucky to get a percent with the interest rate rises. Lucky, maybe a little bit more than that. So you compare that to what else you're buying, let's say, stocks and shares or buying a, a property or buying uh, bonds, which could be late single digits, where's the incentive to have your money in the bank? Yeah. In particular with inflation, if your inflation's at 8 9 10%, actually, your money every month, you're probably losing 8 9% on your money because everything else is costing more. Yeah, It's wild. We touched on um, at the start of the uh, podcast about cryptocurrency. Before we do that, is there anything else you want to touch on with the... the- no, I'd just say, I mean, I'd like to, I'm going to after this to find out more information. Maybe there's a couple of large companies in Dubai that do do this. Maybe we can have them on a, a podcast at some point because the, the prob- there are questions out there like how is it regulated? I understand it, it's registered in the IFC. There's a there's a UK finance company that oversees the client account, so I think the money's the money's protected as such. But how easy is it to sell? I mean, I know we're saying you can sell, but how, what's the process? How easy is it? Is there any fees associated with selling? I know it's a bit grim to think of, but what happens if uh, you buy a lot of shares in different properties and you die? Like, what, what's the what's the succession then? Where do the shares go to? So I think there are. I, I, I want to come across. It's a great idea. I'm going to look into it further, and I actually want to go through the process and invest to find out more. But I just think it's important to highlight there are a couple of questions we don't know the answers to before everyone invests like they did in crypto last year and comes and has a go at us for exactly. telling them to do it. We are not financial advisors <laughs> or experts in this, but we have a good understanding of property, and we'd love to get some of the guys on. On, on yeah, the definitely. I'm really interested to hear about more. Good. Okay. So, in the news last week, um, obviously we've seen it's very evident what's happened in cryptocurrency, and there has up until now, and still still is to be fair, a appetite from the UAE government to be able to recognise and accept cryptocurrencies as a whole. Um, do you think what's happened in the last week, with massive volatility, has affected? their appetite to have a widely crypto-accepted city or country? Not really, because I think Dubai very much plans for the future, not immediately what's happening right here and now. I think the technology behind crypto, which is blockchain, is incredible. And I think that's going to affect people's lives in ways we can't even think of at the moment or ways that people people don't don't realise themselves currently. So I think that technology is huge. I think Dubai... Is, is very interested in block t- blockchain technology. And then with crypto, I think there will be regulation and people won't like to hear that that comes into the crypto market, but I think that's what will bring mass adoption over the next five to 10 years. Dubai's got the 2040 plan, so it's obviously thinking thinking quite far ahead. And I do think there is a place for crypto for crypto in the markets. We're just at the very, very early stages where there's, there's not enough knowledge out there. There's too many... I think they call them rug pulls or collapses of coins where, where people lose an enormous amount of money. And obviously, the, through the evolution of the crypto market, again, it comes back to regulation. There does need to be more regulation in place to, to protect investors. But no, I think crypto crypto will be has a place 
within global economy, especially within Dubai economy, over the next five to 10 years. But it will look quite a little bit different to what it looks like today. It's interesting that a number of exchanges or crypto crypto uh, exchanges really are have chosen the UAE as a place to either have an office. I know in particular Binance are, yeah. are setting up here. There is another firm which the name escapes me, which are also set up set up here. So clearly, from the a government regulation perspective, they are welcoming you know crypto and certainly their businesses with open arms to say, look, we're here. We're prepared to accept you, and I'm just really interested to see the next couple of years how widely adopted crypto will be in buying a property. Because right now, I know there's a there's several developers. I know there's a real estate agency that's 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 uh, that's adopting cryptocurrency or allowing someone to purchase, whether it be a stable coin or also a bit more a bit more secure. Um, but it'd be interesting the next couple of years to see how that how that plays out. Yeah, I'm fascinated. And coming back to actually the the crowdfunding of um, of real estate, I, I guess in time people are going to be able to purchase through crypto, purchase the shares in ah, property through crypto. Very, very interesting. Good link. It's, it's a good link. <laughs> I like that. We live in very interesting times. Um, and I think the important thing for anyone watching these, these podcasts is um, do some exploration yourself. This thing we spoke about this morning about crowdfunding, both Paul and I have, have looked into this. We're probably going to invest just from a practical perspective of learning. And I think anyone watching this, you know, whether it's crypto, whether it's crowdfunding, you know, look into it, have a go. You know, for me, for me to understand something, I bought NFTs in the basketball crypto. I've actually had to go through the process yeah. to understand it. And I'll do the same with crowdfunding as yeah. well. To understand it, I will go through the process. I think if anyone out there, my advice would be do the same. Yeah, 100%. And hopefully we'll be back soon with the owner of one of these companies maybe to, to, to tell us a bit more from their side about crowdfunding in Dubai real estate. Definitely. Well, that's us for this week on Taking Care of Business. Please do me a massive favor. We have got numerous social channels, whether it's YouTube, whether it's on Instagram, LinkedIn. Please do me a favor if you can like, subscribe, comment, and equally, if you're on any of the uh, podcast platforms, please write a review. It really does help us to encourage us to continue giving you more content on a weekly basis. The next few weeks, Paul, no pressure. You're going to be hosting the podcasts. Good. We're away for the summer, getting away from this crazy heat. So I'm looking forward to wild and wonderful ideas. Well, our top performing content in June so far has been dad jokes. Oh so maybe I'll just bring those into the podcast. So you've got more <laughs> jokes next week for Paul Kelly. <laughs> Good. Thank you so much, guys. Until Thank next you. time. Bye. Bye-bye.